I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Non-Human Biologics, the creepy but necessary podcast where we transform into somebody else or something. Yeah. That's yeah, what we definitely. do. That's what we yeah. do on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, I'm Chris Mosier. And, and I'm Jeremy Greer. And we are going to uh, talk about my love for manga and swords. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known how to pronounce the name, the word manga for a long time like that. So I'm... Yeah, that, well, that's pretty pretty good yeah that's, that's something that's, you've that's, always that's known that's how, how you, that's how you know i'm chris Mosier is because i i just know <laughs> stuff about anime like that anime like yeah. that if you will excuse yeah. me anime. And, uh, and i've been married for 20 years and uh <laughs> <laughs> and i don't read manga <laughs> that's hey that's the, jeremy it's good to have you here man how you been jeremy <laughs> well better than you <laughs> um we're back, everybody, to talk about this uh kind of kind of middling to me episode of the yeah. x files uh uh, it makes me wish. Do you know how in the modern streaming world we don't get twenty four episodes, but sometimes an episode is an hour, and sometimes an episode is thirty minutes. Yep, yep. yep. This this makes me wish that like this would have been a thirtier for sure. Th- this this is would be a good like twenty seven minute episode for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that that would have been the ideal length for this episode. I mean, it's again not not terrible, but just we're getting into that part of the season where you know they're they're buying up as many scripts as they could get from those from those random people i don't know how the, this worked but i you know you front load the season with your good stuff to get people in mm-hmm. and then you got to back back end it you know here here's the good stuff you want to come back next year for season 2 um but in the middle here we're just kind of like eh, all right before we'll try we get some stuff before we get into the main part of the episode, let's thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Thanks, patrons. Uh, they, they donate every month to get episodes of this podcast early, which we sometimes provide. <laughs> sometimes. sometimes. Sometimes we're pretty good about that. Uh, they also can join our Discord server, which is a ton of fun. Uh, I don't think we've talked enough sugar about the, the Discord server lately. It's been super great. Like Everybody is always super chill and super helpful and super supportive of one another. Um, like there, people are going through like crises and like other people are helping them. People it doesn't are, sound chill, but yeah, that's it's people very are, nice. Pe- <laughs> but people are posting like uh, you know stuff about video games and like the, the X Files channel is always popping off. The X Files spoiler channel is popping off. So that's I can't even go in there. It's popping off so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's and they they do a good job about like spoiling. I think big plot stuff. Uh, yeah, like putting the stuff in spoilers or whatever. But it's yeah. been really cool because we originally created it as a supernatural place and then we did Merlin. But it feels like recently it's come. Live with X Files chat, like so many people in there, or we're yeah. already X Files fans, and so many people are now watching it. So it's it's been sweet to see that kind of conversation take off. It's been super cool. So thank you all to all of the patrons. We appreciate you. Thank you to people leaving reviews and downloading the episodes. Uh, we see you on the numbers, and we appreciate all of you, Chris. I haven't I haven't picked anybody in the Discord to like bully in a while. You know, to you want to pick somebody right now? The, the target of my harassment. No, I gotta. I had, it has to be organic. It used to be Eric, but I just feel like he's graduated from that. You know. Well, um, I think he's graduated from the Discord. I haven't even seen him on the Discord in a while. <laughs> That's I bullied him too much. Uh, um, okay. Uh, oh, I didn't write. I didn't write a road so far. But anyway, last time on the X Files, Mulder and Scully investigated a strange religious cult called the Kindred, who lived in the woods of Massachusetts, and they were involved in a. Some one of their members was seemingly involved in a murder where the person died by sex, uh, because these Kindred harbor a secret. They are strange, alien bug creatures. Maybe. And they can change genders, maybe, and they seduce people and kill them somehow. But what is the purpose of that? We don't. We don't know. We don't. We, 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 we'll never find out. Uh, yeah. We are covering today X Files season fifteen. Excuse me, season one, episode fifteen. Imagine if there were fifteen seasons for the X Files. Imagine. Oh, I mean, oh, they're almost are. <laughs> Uh, season one, episode 15, Oh Lazarus. When FBI agent Jack Willis and bank Robert Warren Dupree are both shot at the same time during a robbery attempt, Dupree dies and Willis is brought back to life, which is a pretty basic way of, I feel like there's another sentence of this that I missed in the copy and paste effort. Uh, this aired on February 4th, 1994, was directed by David Nutter, who feels like a supernatural person to me. Every time you say that name, I think supernatural, yeah. Um, writers were Howard Gordon, Alex Gonza, uh, I think this episode is interesting because we get a little bit of Scully background, uh, mm. but also I don't like any of the Scully background that we get, so I'm kind of not here for that either. Um, but we start off with Scully and this guy Jack Willis uh, at a bank robbery to, and he's got some inside information that, that that's going to be this this bank is going to get robbed. They're staking the mm-hmm. place out before it comes to be robbed, uh, and he's getting a little jazzed up. And this is really the, we don't get too much characterization of Jack outside of you know how he is throughout the episode. 
Um, but I think we can learn from, from bits and pieces. He is a little bit intense. He's an intense dude. He can't relax. He he can. He's kind of getting. He's getting a little worked up here. So Scully's like, let's cool it. Like we don't want to blow our cover before anything happens here. Exactly. Uh, David Nutter produced the first episode of Supernatural. Huh. All right. Um, just to he did the pilot in Wendigo. Directed. So we've got uh, sorry. We've got s- oh no no you're fine. I thought I thought you were just trying to buy time. Um, <laughs> Not at all. No, yeah. I was I was just like looking it up because I was curious at that point. But uh, yeah, so we go outside of the bank where we meet the criminals. Uh, the woman, this is Lula, is is a bit nervous. Doesn't want her light to run out. Uh, this dude who is also extremely intense. That's the one thing that Jack and Warren Dupree have in common. Is that this is one of the most intense, intense guys. I I. I've been intense, but not like this kind of intense, you know? You know, I thought that uh, Chance the Rapper was the worst wife guy uh, because he released that whole wife guy CD. This guy might yeah. be the worst wife guy. This, this is guy. this is wife guys. Take note. Yeah, wife you don't guys, want to be like this wife guy. You need to, you need to see this as the high point of your wife guy. Who's the ideal wife guy? Who is the ideal wife guy? Robert yeah, Downey the, Jr. Robert Downey Jr. I was going to... No, no, no. I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. Sorry. Hugh Grant. Because everybody... <laughs> does no, he cheat on his wife? D- no, that, that, wait. Who's got the? It's either Robert Downey Jr. or Hugh Grant that has like the wife that everybody is like, "Oh my God, I can't believe she's not attractive or whatever." And he's like, "I love her, and we've been together for forty years." Oh, Pierce so. Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Okay. <laughs> James Bond, baby. I was gonna, I was gonna offer a Bob Belcher. Sure. Um, yeah. Great. Great wife. Bob's guy. Burgers. I, you know, he acts like he hates his family, but I feel like he's deep down. He's but honestly, real, I, I, I'm not gonna count him as a wife guy because he like because he, he's a cartoon. <laughs> Because he doesn't exist, because he's a fictional character. But no, because he doesn't like uh, he his 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 shows of emotion to um what is the fucking mom's Linda? name Linda Linda are, are are direct to Linda, whereas like I feel like. A lot of wife guy, like Chance the Rapper, again released a CD telling everybody that he was a wife guy. Oh, true, true. It's about the performance. It's, it's there, about there's making a, performance a show of your wife guyness. And this dude is on that is on that spectrum. I think just because like yeah. he's so he's over very the top that even his, even, his wife guyness. even his wife is like this is too this is too performative wow. for me. We should start a wife guy podcast. That's what everybody's here for. Right? <laughs> We're really good at wife guy stuff, Chris. As a wife guy <laughs> myself, I have a lot of information about this. Um. So anywho, this wife guy starts acting up. Um, basically, he's like, "Oh, you're all the luck I need. Wherever I am, I, I look up at the stars, and I know that you're there too." And she's like, "Yeah, because I'm fucking sitting next to you." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Everybody. I'm just does gonna that, say my, my man. when we get when we get the plot <laughs> twist later on, I'm not surprised. Um, so anyway, this guy busts in. He puts on a hockey mask, runs in with a shotgun, and um, starts to rob the bank. And that's when um, Willis and Scully make their move. But unfortunately, in in the in the scuffle. Which you probably could have gotten closer, tried to disarm the guy. I just think you could have planned for this better. Uh, could have had more than getting, two people. <laughs> he could have more than two people. Maybe like bring the whole squad. Uh, Willis gets blasted, and then Scully uh, like opens fire on Dupree, the bad guy, and um, takes him down. Yeah, uh, we go to the uh, ER where the FBI guy has been. Uh, they're trying to. Uh, resuscitate the FBI yeah. guy, Jack Willis. He's been flatlined for 12 minutes. Meanwhile, Dupree is just dead in a fucking like yeah. thing. He got cooked. Still. He got cooked right away. Yeah, they're not trying to revive this dude. Uh, Scully, being a doctor in the room, demands that they keep giving they keep giving him more amphetamines and to zap the dude. Um, I don't. I know you're not a, the Guns N' Roses guy that I am. There's a Guns N' Roses song called uh, Coma on the usual illusion two album. And there's a thing where like, they're like, zap the motherfucker again, like trying to re- re- recover somebody. I'm just picture Scully, like zap the motherfucker again. Yeah, she just, dude, she was just spitting that before she pulled up. Uh, they, yeah, she was, just, she had the usual illusion two tape up in the FBI yeah. rental. Mulder, Mulder likes GNR, right? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think that Mulder oh. would be a hair metal guy. We talked a little bit about this in the Discord mm. recently about Mulder's musical taste, and I feel like he's made references to like pop culture music, but I feel like he's like yeah. a weird eighties like alternative dude. If oh, he was dude. He was in London. Yeah, he yeah, went to yeah. School. He went to Oxford. So he's, so he's got that, he's got like a wood. punk like po- yeah, 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 weird pop like Kate Bush kind of situation mm-hmm, happening. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. worth delving into, but not here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're on our fourth tangent. <laughs> is, is David Duchovny a wife guy in his music? Is David Duchovny a wife guy? Let's discuss. Does David Duchovny um, like wife guy CDs? <laughs> so uh, Scully, basically, yeah, she takes over. She insists that they bring uh, Willis back, and every time that they do the defibrillator, we don't see um, 
Jack's chest go up and down. We see Dupree, the the baddie. We see his chest go up and down on on the table across the room, um, which is probably the only like major supernatural thing that we see throughout this. Because like all X Files episodes, you could argue that none of this is um, supernatural. That this is all you know in in the mind. Yeah. Um, well, there's no, there's the mystical tattoo. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> the tattoo is so weird. I, like they keep showing shots of the tattoo, and the tattoo like appears on the other guy or whatever. But like I just, I, it's so. They it's did so a contest. Strange. I heard. I did read uh, some uh, BTS stuff for this. That they did a contest for who can design the ugliest tattoo. Oh um, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even tell what the tattoo was. Like, is it a tattoo of that I. chick? Like, is that, is that what it is? No idea. Um. Anyway, they bring Willis back, right? They bring Willis um, back, yeah. So, And then we go two days later where uh, Willis is on some breathing machines, uh, opens his eyes, gets up, walks out of the room, steals some clothes. Uh, he starts to flash back to the shooting a little bit, and then he finally finds a mirror, and he starts staring at himself in the mirror, and we realize, like, oh, this isn't Willis. This is actually Dupree and Willis's body. It's a Freaky Friday situation, but nobody peed in the same, same, yeah. same fountain. Right. So we just, we, right. we just switched bodies. Um, he heads down to the morgue, finds his own body, cuts off his finger to get a wedding ring, uh, which is very sweet, but also maybe maybe a little too much, my guy. Yeah, that's a little intense. Um, and then we skip ahead a little bit because Mulder and Scully are now here to investigate uh, what's happened. They know that Willis has left. Uh, they know that Willis stole this guy's finger because of fingerprints. Uh, and Mulder is like... Well, let's get into this this into some more detail. Like, so he starts looking up uh, information on Lula, the Dupree's partner, uh, who they apparently met in prison. None of this matters. I don't know why I'm None of this matters. It. Yeah, he was a prison guard to to uh, Lula. What's her name? Uh, Lula. Yeah, yeah. There's this whole like backstory to these people, and I think this is where I get kind of irritated at this episode, where I'm like, none of this matters. Like, you gave me this like all of this backstory on these two characters that I don't. Like I just I yeah just... I guess that we learned that she she was the one with the criminal record and well I mean they both have a record now but prior to this he was just an obsessive wife guy looking for a wife to obsess over you know yeah <laughs> he had that vibe too when they show his um because his picture like his current like his 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 uh prison card picture looked like he's just ready f- to settle down like he's ready yeah. to find a guy find a, a woman <laughs> and marry her in the second date like that's what she, that's yeah. what he is ready yeah. to do. That's his vibe, definitely. Um, so, okay. I'm reading my notes. Uh, Mulder points out that the finger that was sliced off was the wedding ring. Uh, and oh, yes, 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 yes. Then we switch over to Willis Dup- and Dupree, who shows up at some spot, uh, discovers that his tattoo is coming back somehow, looking for something in the chimney, can't find it. We never find out what that is. Uh, and Mulder starts pointing out that Willis uh, was using his left hand with the cleaver. Yeah. Uh, even though he's right-handed, and he grabs. Mulder also points out that this isn't a simple necrophilic mutilation. <laughs> it could never be anything as trifling as a necrophilic mutilation. I missed that line. That is a very good line. Is that in he here? He says it's so deadpan too. I love it. Absol- absolutely love it. Um, he also shows uh, Scully an EKG strip of what was happening in the brain two heartbeats. Of, of willis uh and yeah this is two heartbeats and scully's like it's probably just a an error and he's like no no it's two heartbeats the dead guy has come back to life As, taking, i used to have to uh do ekgs for patients and let me tell you if you got two heartbeats that's my fault i fucked something up you did something bad uh boulder jumping to the absolutely 100 percent correct conclusion is very hilarious to me like he's just immediately like oh yeah the dead body well, the uh, dead yeah, person took he's... over the live body like that's no <laughs> there's no question about this it's just so funny to me oh uh, and it's it's I like this episode for for this reason because, like you said, Mulder's immediately he just yep spot on got it got it in one, um, but the entire time it's just like no that's ridiculous we're just gotta keep treating this like it's Willis is dealing with some trauma. <laughs> exactly yeah, it's it takes a while for all of this to play out too, and I think that's my other issue with this episode is this just keeps like if, after you know like you know the trick from the very beginning, and now it just takes a while to get to the end. Um, mm. We visit the. I wonder, uh, would this have been better if Mulder had suggested this? But then we, as the viewer, were sort of left in the dark throughout the episode whether or not if if Willis was back, but he was acting weird, and we just had to kind of guess. I don't know. It's a different episode, so let's let's not speculate. You know, there's there's a moment later in the episode where I think it's Mulder who's going through Willis's notes, 
and he's going through like some audio tapes because every FBI agent has to have their own fucking audio book. They have audio logs. Yeah, right. Like Diane. Yeah, we find out that he was fucking obsessed with these people. Yeah, and he's absolutely fucking like just just ridiculously obsessed with these people. And like he talks about how they're turned on by crime and they have this towards sex affair. And he's just he's so into it. And he's like he almost it's almost like he envies dude, them. Dude, he's bricked up recording this. Shit. Dude, he, Scully never got him this far. We're gonna find out later that Scully and him dated, but Scully never got him this far. Like this this is where he needs to be when to, to, to be able to finish you know what i'm saying yeah. yeah 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 and but it makes me it it, it it the reason i'm bringing it up is because it would be more interesting to me if they didn't confirm it to us if they didn't show us the tattoo and we didn't know if it was willis trying to convince lula that he was the guy you know what i'm saying like if there was ah. a little bit more of like him trying to do where is he or isn't he kind of situation yeah because he knows so much about them that he could easily pass a lot of these like tests that he that he gets thrown out. What's your favorite color? Red. Okay, easy. Easy. Done. Yeah. What's my favorite color, Chris? Um, I'm gonna say yours is blue. That's correct. Your Nailed favorite it. color is. Hmm. I want to. It's something bright. I think. Am I right? No. It's that bl- it's bright. It's just blue. <laughs> it's blue. Okay. I gave you the. I gave you all the clues. Because <laughs> I'm trying to think. I was like, I know you've been a fan of like a yellow T-shirt. I'm like, do you like? I do, like I do bright like colors. bright. I do like, I do like bright clothing. Sometimes. That's what I was going off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just assume that every every sad boy's uh, favorite color is blue. That's fair enough. That's I could have also enough. gone indigo purple. Like that was a thing for a while. Mm. I feel like guys were <laughs> violet. Into that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. All right. So okay, we got two EKGs. Next stop is the only logical conclusion is to go to a, the local science <laughs> local professor yeah uh this dude has experience with um ndes near-death experiences uh we find out that um there's a lot of them uh it doesn't feel uh when, pe- when people come back they have a different electrical field so sometimes they can't wear watches they come back profoundly changed um with there's a period of time at, right after death where the body may be vulnerable he talks about the story of a pilot who uh, was crashing on a plane, but it, the pilot survived. But he had these memories of. Um, it's, just, it's a weird, sexy episode. This is such a weird thing. Yeah. So there was other passengers on 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 the plane. They died, and he inherited their memories. Now, here's where I have a big question for you. Uh-huh. He he remembers uh, banging his wife. somebody else's memories. Yeah. And he's he's re- realizes that he has a memory of, of of having sex with his wife. But it's not a memory that he remembers. It's like I don't remember doing that. Why do I? Why is this in my brain? And my question was: Is that because one of the passengers was screwing this man's wife? Yes. That's, or yes. See, the, the, here's he was the guy. I didn't know if I misinterpreted this. Was that he was remembering this other guy having sex with other guy's wife, and he just misinterpreted it as his own wife? So no, okay. He just there was a cheater on board. That's what we're yeah. Yeah. They they because the guy because the, the the heartbreaking part of the story is that the guy ends up the pilot ends up killing his wife with an extension cord because he's so mad oh, at true. her. Oh, true. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I mean, granted, it could be anything. Like who knows? Who knows what is actually real but like Mulder caps this off by going that's a nice story (laughs) (laughs) um scully doesn't really doubt that near-death experiences are a thing because there's a lot of like kind of factual evidence to go around they they throw in the the line of like okay so when you die your cells start to collapse and then when you come back it's like the energy produced by your cells collapsing like releases into your body and that that can cause some some changes so whether that's total hoo-ha or if that's like a real thing i believe it (laughs) Uh, we also learned that uh, her and Willis used to date back in the day. Yeah. Uh, he was also her. So he's 35. Or his 35th birthday was three years ago, so he's 38. I can't remember how old Dana here is. It, she's late 20s. Uh, and the, the, okay. the, the You age, know, whatever. They're adults. What do I care? Well, the, the age gap is a concern because he, he was also her uh, professor back at like <laughs> yeah. FBI camp. So that's... So questionable. A little questionable. Um she believes and she talks about how so he was so focused that he could never really relax uh which is something that we see from dupree as well uh but she doesn't believe like that willis is inhabited by dupree by any means um we switch over to willis slash dupree as he charges into some dude's apartment this dude is so on the tip of my tongue recognizable and i forgot to look him up it's it's gonna bug the shit out of me um i know we know this guy from somewhere and it's just gonna bug bug me i forgot to look him up last night well Um, you can go to the imdb he's tommy if you want to find him um so yeah, this this turns out this guy's name's Tommy. He turns out to be Lula's brother, and he is very confused about what is going on here. He doesn't recognize Willis, obviously. Um, and then suddenly, Lula is shown on the news, and 
she's wanted by the FBI. For some reason, there's this bit about his TV not having any sound. I don't know. Um, but Dupree starts going on and on about how he, um, whatever he needs to do. I don't fucking know. Um, at that point, Tommy starts to figure out, hey, wait a second. You look different, but this is, you're Dupree, aren't you? And and Dupree starts to bleed from his wound, which doesn't necessarily need to be supernatural. He was blasted with the shotgun a couple weeks ago, and now he's, you know, running around being all uh, physically active. Um, also, never comes up again. Never comes up again. It was just kind of like a one-off thing. Uh, anyway, he accuses Tommy of selling them out to the FBI, and then he kills him. Um, Tommy is... I know him most from Battlestar Galactica. He was one of the um, Cylons oh. in Battlestar Galactica, but he oh. was also was on one episode of Supernatural and has been on a fucking every single TV show that you can possibly imagine, including the X Files movie. So he's, he's. I'm trying to think if I know him from that. I've seen some a good portion of Battlestar Galactica. He's he's the guy I think in the very first episode. Like if you saw the pilot where like they meet yeah. the Cylons for the first time, he's that yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or maybe maybe he's actually really ringing a bell. <laughs> maybe he's not that guy. Maybe he's the guy that they find in the. It doesn't matter. We don't need to talk about Battlestar Galactica unless a lot of, of tangents. Sorry guys, I'm like hopped up on caffeine. Unless, yeah, unless you want to hear us talk about Battlestar Galactica, then let us know. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't actually promise that though because it's not going to happen um, <laughs> how true uh, so we did all of this stuff uh, and we, you talked about Dupree being murdered while I was on the IMDB page not paying attention yeah Dupree killed Tommy Bummer. Uh, he believes that he that Tommy sold them out to the FBI yep um, so Scully, next morning Mulder Sc- and Scully are, are at this crime scene yeah they're getting the, they're getting the lowdown um, for some reason, Mulder walks into the room and he goes, hmm, TV's off. That's fucking weird. I don't know what a single guy could be doing all by his lonesome without a TV on. <laughs> so strange. But he wants well, to, like, he wants he to in, fingerprint the TV He was in TV, TV watching position. He doesn't own any uh, books. Like, bro, maybe he was sleeping. What the fuck? <laughs> the most notable thing during this entire process is that Willis shows up. Uh, so yeah. Dupree has figured out who he is. He's, he's this Willis guy. Uh, and he is pretending to be an FBI agent to come back to the scene, apparently to clean up evidence. Like he's good. This whole fingerprint of the cabinet thing is going to be a big deal. Um, of course, this is freaking Scully out. Who's like, you've been missing for three days. Like we need to get you to a hospital. Like yeah. you were dead on the fucking table. Like what is going on? And I really kind of hate this because, and this is what, this is why I don't like the backstory we get with like her, dating this dude because he just kind of like rolls over her and, and i don't think that like this isn't this doesn't feel like my scully my scully wouldn't do no, this if no. that makes sense um, and maybe it's just because she's trying to uh be gentle with him because of what he's gone through and she's if he ran away from the hospital like that like obviously he's freaked the fuck out um but yeah their dynamic is a little a little, a little strange. Because she, he just, she's like, you know, we need to do this, we need to do that. And he's like, absolutely not. I'm here to work the case. This is the case of my lifetime. I have to do it. And he's like, she's like, fine, okay. Um, Mulder finds a print on the on the TV stand, uh, and then we cut to Willis doing um, arms trials. Like he's like doing, he's on the firing range, like firing his gun. Uh, when Mulder arrives, asking him to sign a birthday card. We found out earlier that him and Scully share the same birthday. So yeah, Mulder just like is, 14 years apart. Yeah, just just a questionable amount distance apart for dating partners. Um me and Autumn are 2 months apart. So That's fuck fun. off. Me and fuck, Jess are, fuck off everybody. <laughs> I saying. guess Jess, Jess and I are about 2 I'm about 2 years older than Jess, a little less than 2 years older than Jess. So uh, I'm basically I'm robbing the cradle. Gross. What yeah, is wrong yeah. with you, Chris? Yeah. Two years old, <laughs> dating a thirty-one-year-old woman. <laughs> How fucking dare you, Chris? Oh my god. Um, he's so he gets he signs the birthday card, which he shouldn't because he he should know that it's not Scully's birthday. But he also signs it with his left hand. So Mulder's like, "Yes, a dead body is possessing this person." By my theory, has been proven. <laughs> it's the only explanation. Scully's like, "Uh, no, it's not." <laughs> Uh, and yeah, he brings this to Scully, and again, I, I just I don't like this whole conversation. This has to be psychic transference, Scully. It has to be psychic transference. Can you accept the possibility that tr- psychic transference has occurred? And she's like, no, he's just really stressed no. out. That's why his signatures don't match, and he's using his left his hand. His brain wasn't getting oxygen for 13 minutes while he was dead. 
And on top he, of that, if he doesn't remember my fucking birthday, that's okay. <laughs> another thing that I kind of hate about this is she mentions that he passed all of his like psychiatric tests to come back to the force, right? So I like, don't buy that. Dupree's nuts, dude. Yeah, that, this dude's a fucking weirdo. There's no way that he he like kept it cool during this whole time. Absolutely, that that didn't happen, or like he pretended somehow. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, Scully refuses to believe, which is going to be like probably the the thing that I hate the most about this show going forward. Um, but I mean, I feel like she has every right to not believe in this one because Mold is really jumping through hoops. I mean, he, even if he's one hundred percent right, she, he's just really going for it because he also shows the signature. The signature is different. She's like, dude, no. Um, so, cut over old Jack Willis, and he's just like working the FBI job now. Dupree's working the FBI job, and he gets a call from the landlord of a building where uh, uh, Lula was allegedly spotted. So he goes to head out. Yes. Scully kind of joins up with him um, and asks him about, hey, so that fingerprint that Mulder recovered is missing. What's up with that? And he's like, I don't fucking know anything about that. Leave me alone. Um, how fucking again, dare you? Yeah. This <laughs> is again so where you're talking about, about how he, he just rolls over her. He just like pushes through and she's yeah. like, okay. And then they go to talk to this landlord at this building. He's like, oh, yeah, she just moved in down the hall. Um, this is where I started getting a little nervous because Willis is like, oh, yeah, I called in backup. So well, obviously he didn't fucking call in backup. Um we they end up lot. running into Lula in the hall, and they, they chase after her. She's doing laundry. She's doing laundry, dude. Lula's not doing any crimes. I just want to point no, that that's out. That's not a, Dude, is it a crime to wash your clothes? It's not a crime to wash your clothes. She's, she's, no. as, as at this point, she's just like, I've just got to clean up my, my laundry. Uh, but they spot her. We spend a lot of time going through dry pipe factories to trying to chase her. Uh, eventually, Lula sprees out, attacks Scully, but Scully uh, quickly overpowers her and cuffs her. And this is when Willis reveals his, his true identity uh, and forces Scully to put on cuffs uh, while he takes away her gun. Um, and he tries to talk to Lula. Lula is obviously very confused about this. And we get to like a commercial break and we come back and she's explained everything. Um, and also Scully looks beaten up. Like we go, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like she's got blood trickling down her mouth. So it does, it looks like somebody like smacked her mouth a little bit. And I don't, I don't like yeah. that at all. Why are you touching like my girl Scully? Why are you, yeah, why, why are you being covered into a radiator? All right. She's not comfortable down cut there. Cut off your fucking hand. Yo, if you're you going to kidnap do. my girl. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta make her comfy, all right, bro. <laughs> if you're gonna kidnap my girl, you better treat her like the pillow princess that she is. Okay, bare minimum, dog. <laughs> I think pillow princess has changed connotations lately, and I, I should probably mean something different. It might mean something different than what I mean, which is a woman who is on a bunch of pillows. So that's that's the way that I am yeah, using the word lying pillow princess. comfortably atop multitude of comfy pillows. I'm referring to a 31 year old woman who is on some pillows. Yeah. <laughs> who is just sitting on a bunch of, co- of a, comfy a pillows. P- pillow royalty, if you yes. will. Yes. And while I am talking, I am 33 years old. I just want to make sure that the age difference that I'm talking about is, is okay. Oh, that's so. right. That's right. That's right. Um, we do th- we do some Q&A where he's like, he's trying to convince Lula that he is Dupree and so she asked him like, what favorite they, color is red? What he, what he did on his, uh, you know, what they did on their wedding day. Uh, you just which, keep saying your favorite color is red. She's like, that's not the fucking question. That's not the question and also it's not the answer. So, <laughs> if, if, see, if it was me, if I was in this guy's body and I didn't actually I wasn't actually his you know I didn't have a spirit giving me his memories or whatever I'd probably just say like the freakiest weird shit I could think of and I'd probably fucking be right yeah easy I mean like if you're if you're just trying to pretend to be free this dude is a fucking freak because what they did on their wedding day after they got done boning down which they specifically mentioned is that they go into the water and do a blood ritual with each other Mm, let me try to think. Let me try to remember. I think it, we, we gazed up at the stars, looking over at her face to see how her reaction. We gazed up at the stars at the beach, yes, and then we did. We went, wandered into the ocean, looking over more, for more confirmation. Yes, yeah, so we went into the ocean, and then we and then we took out knives. We took out knives. Of course, took we took out, out knives. Took out some knives. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, we took out knives. Uh-huh. And then what do we do with those knives? We, it's so funny. I, we you know, cut, I remember when we had the knives. We cut. We cut. We did cut, a blood ritual. We did a That's blood right. ritual. That's exactly right. Yes, yes. We cut each other's hand, smooshed them together, and then put our blood in the ocean so that our love would exist in the ocean of the world. And she's um, like, okay, well, I guess you're really him. Which is, which is, I guess, means that he's a bigger wife guy than Chance the Rapper. So good <laughs> yeah, job, my mom. Yeah. Good job, good my job. Guy. Takes the crown. Whew. Uh, Mulder and his new partner 
I Ruskin. Do, Ruskin. Uh, I love this guy, and I kind of hate this guy, but I kind of love this guy. I don't You've know. seen him like a hundred times by now, right? Like, I feel like he's always, he's just, he's the dude at that scene every time they go to a fucking crime scene. I, maybe so, but he just, I thought those were all local cops, and this is definitely an FBI it's guy. It's so hard to tell, because he, but I feel like I've seen this guy a couple times. But yeah, he goes from being like, Mulder, you're a little bit nuts, aren't you? To like, hey, everybody, listen to Mulder, all right? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. nuts, but he's smart. But he's, he's smart nuts. You gotta listen to him. You gotta listen to him, everybody. Have some donuts. This guy's whole I know. I, I appreciate this guy. Um, Mulder gets a call from Willis on his cell phone. Uh, he immediately talks, demands to talk to Scully. Uh, and then when Scully gets Dana. on the phone, he wants he, to talk to Dana. No, no, he he says, "Let me talk to <laughs> oh, Scully." He calls her Dana. That's and then right. when he, she gets on the phone, he says Dana, which goes back to our theory that like that's he's that that that's his like I'm concerned about my girl kind of kind of that's his tell mm-hmm. right. That's his, another that's, entry in my fanfic. Another entry. He says, write it down. Writing that down. Uh, Willis then just immediately hangs up the phone, making this a very dumb phone call, in my opinion. Damn. I don't. I don't know what's going on here. Why'd you fucking call, dude? Uh, <laughs> to let him know. To get let him know. Hey, we we got Scully. Scully, who is chained to a radiator, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned that. Uh, yeah, because yeah, she's a pillow princess. Because she's a pillow princess. Uh, tries to talk directly to Jack. Dare Willis. I Google that? <laughs> Everybody, Google pillow princess right now and talk up. It's Scully pillow princess. Another entry in my fanfic. <laughs> um. She tries to talk directly to Sky to excuse me, uh, Jack Willis, and it's and Dupree is like, "That's not me. I don't remember anything. That I don't have any of his memories." And she's like, "What about that time we went to, like, the worst snow trip ever, where you taught me how to fish, and I, and it was cold." <laughs> this sounds like a the worst vacation, <laughs> worst all time worst vacation. By the way, I looked up Pillow Princess. Oh, did you? It is, uh, according to Google, a pillow princess. Is I mean, I know. I know. You, you I to, didn't know. You'd have I to tell know. me. I already know. Like, I'm on TikTok. I know. You don't have to tell me okay, what this well, is. I'm going to tell the listeners. Somebody I've, I've heard Renee yours. rap songs. I know what a pillow princess is, Chris. All right. Well, all right, listener. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what it means. Yeah, yeah. Everybody can just figure that shit out on their own. Go get on TikTok and just, like, just learn about the lesbians. That's I all didn't you got to do. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what it meant. But now um, I do. Anyway, he's trying to... He he starts to remember because uh, we see him flashback to like yeah he starts to actually have the memories of this vacation with Scully vacation yeah. in quotes um, but then Dupree kind of takes back over and says that he he describes himself as like a slip of paper up there above his body and he was watching her ag- watching Scully ignore him like they didn't try to resuscitate him and try to nah, save dude, Willis you were filled with bullet holes because <laughs> you were you were filled with shotgun shells um and it's a reminder also that like because at this point he's like you're the one that shot me like it Scully is the one that killed him um and he threatens to kill her but Lula kind of steps in and calms him down um and this is when a new wrinkle is thrown in and one that I actually like quite a bit uh which is that Dupree because he's such a fucking weirdo um has been sucking down fucking cokes all day he's just been sucking yeah. down the sodas not realizing that jack willis is diabetic and now he's about to go to like fucking insulin shock or some shit he's about to go yeah. into a coma uh and if, if he doesn't get any uh insulin uh, and i like this as like a weird like get to know your body new body kind of thing like it's uh-huh, got to be uh-huh. it's got to be a, a, a fun thing to jump into a new body and be like oh first of all you're 38 what are you doing sucking down sodas like that but, you shouldn't um, be doing that brother yeah that's not good for you uh but who knows how old dupree was i don't think we ever talk about it old enough to be a wife guy we know that much we do know that much yes uh but yeah so now he he's he's in trouble um this is this is the wildest thing in the entire episode so molar is listening back to oh no it's not this part it's not this part molar's he's listening back to willis's um his his audio logs and this is what we talked about earlier where we find out that um willis was kind of obsessed with dupree and lula and their love story um again fully bricked up recording these oh my god um, dude <laughs> so it's so obvious he's just he's right on the mic and he's like oh god their love whoa, affair dude. whoa their love yeah. affair they love they get off on crime i've seen <laughs> it looking over at bruskin like are you hearing this shit? <laughs> are you bruskin are you this is not this is weirder than the x-files stuff this was officially into. submitted into fbi and nobody thought this was weird nobody um, <laughs> and i'm spooky <laughs> Mulder gets a page. Uh, he gets a report that a drugstore was broken into. Hey, Mulder, it's, it's nothing it's, wrong with being horny, okay? <laughs> Ruskin, I didn't say you couldn't be horny. I just said you couldn't be horny on tape. This is the FBI. Yeah, all right. All right. 
um, he gets a report that the drugstore was broken into, some insulins was stolen. Uh, we go back over to the crime house, I guess is what we're calling this. Yeah, crime house. Uh, Scully is about to juice this dude up when Lula reveals, uh-oh, it wasn't Tommy that sold them out. Uh, it was Lula. And she is demanding that Scully not give uh, Jack the insulin that he needs. And of course, Scully is kind of frozen in, like, she doesn't really want to save Dupree, but she also wants to save Jack. Like, she believes that Jack mm-hmm. is in there. Um, this doesn't surprise me at all. Like I wasn't surprised in the episode. I was just like, yeah, I wouldn't like this dude either. I would want to get, get him yeah, out of no, my life. You're, you're so sick of him. Yeah. I wouldn't, I would never visit him in the prison either. I would just go somewhere else. Yeah. You got, you got a life to live, you know, move on with your life. Um, I mean, yeah, she's obviously like evil and violent and whatever too. I'm just saying, I don't blame her for not wanting to be with this fella. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, they, she calls, she stops the insulin. She like breaks the insulin bottle. Yeah. Calls Mulder. Uh, everybody has Mulder's phone number in this in this world. Everybody's got Mulder's phone number. Um, and she says that yeah, they're gonna they're gonna cost them. It's gonna cost the FBI a million dollars to get Scully back. Um, and we think that we get all excited for a minute here because after she hangs up on Mulder, Mulder's like, we traced we traced the call, we got it. Um, and as they try to get the location, Mulder realizes no, that was Scully's cell phone that they called from. So that's not gonna do us any good. And in this world, we cannot track cell phones, uh, which is yeah. t- totally fine with me. And, and then they do. Oh this is God. the most ridiculous thing. I love They're listening this. back to the I love, recordings. I love this, Chris. This is so good. This is the best part of the episode. It's <laughs> so wild. It's They're listening the best back to part the recording of the, of the call, and that's when they start. They start to hone in on the details of the. Of I'm the gonna call. need to throw in like, mm. a Z14 filter to isolate everything higher than one decibel. It's that shit. It's that <laughs> shit. He's like, do you hear that in the background? It sounds like a plane taking off. Uh, and then they're like, I, we can identify the type of plane, how far it was flying, where it was landing. Like this, all this, this dude shit. has a rack of equipment of just sound stuff. And I, oh, Chris, I just love it. Give it to me. Give it to love me. Some, just pour this. This, this guy's on. an expert in plane sound this stuff. This is an FBI so, sound guy. I want to know this dude. What? What? Tell me more about him, please. This guy's probably the most underpaid person in america oh easy easy he has the the tightest he's the tightest skill set of all time and and he's not getting paid enough wherever he is he's not getting paid enough he's not even named in this episode he's just called technician uh call him fucking wizard (laughs) he is a fucking wizard though like this is this is really really great I, i i absolutely adore all of this yeah they figure out like oh there's a plane and it's landing over here we can figure out how give me 10 minutes and i can tell you with the approximate height like no you can't no you can't but i believe that you can <laughs> no you can't i don't believe you technician there's no way but all right <laughs> um we cut over to like the general fbi office uh who and there's a bunch of agents in there led by ruskin um and there's one agent who's like oh what is what is Mulder gonna do like he's got another idea about the aliens and this is when ruskin is like hey you need to shut the fuck up Mulder actually is you need yeah. to listen to what he's doing and yeah. Mulder comes in and like fucking delivers this new lead uh and just runs this fucking show like it, not afraid to get up and to, like tell people what to do i love this aspect of Mulder that we haven't really seen before yeah especially since this whole thing starts with that random dude going what we got a new alien virus or intel on the kennedy assassination the only uh, and then he just commands the room he absolutely commands the room and then at the end of his uh kind of directions he says like this one is important to me so let's do it right and he can the motion kind of breaks in his voice a little bit uh very good stuff love this stuff yeah so they've they've got like a three mile square radius that they all are going to canvas door to door and they're going to figure out what the fuck's going on um so cut back over to scully she wakes up and still still cuffed to the fucking radiator and she the finds pillow that. princess that she is <laughs> yep that's right uh jack <laughs> finds or she finds that jack willis over here he's he's actually He's asking questions about their little trip that they went on those years ago. And he starts to to remember, but then he fades back into Dupree. And for a second, Scully sees Dupree's face. Yeah, this is, you mentioned like that we only see like one supernatural thing. And I thought this may be the second supernatural thing because it happened so quick. Um, But I don't, I don't know. You you really can't tell, I guess, is the, is, is the takeaway from this. You can't, you just can't tell from it. So who knows? So just then somebody comes to the door, trying to talk about the Bible and lula answers it and she's like no fuck off i'm 
I'm in the middle of something. Yeah. Um, but of course, this was an undercover FBI agent. Love it. Love this. Love this. Uh, so they've identified her. Um, we get a lot of like FBI setting up sniper shots that don't work, making the FBI look like pretty dumb. Dude, they, they have canvassed this entire fucking city block with snipers, and not a single one of them has a shot. Not a single one of them has a shot. It's hilarious. It's like me trying to play hell divers. Like I'm just not very good at it. Like I, just, I need I need people no to help me. Um, they begin to move in closer. Uh, meanwhile. Um, it looks like Jack slash Dupree has died. He's just like dead on the fucking wall. Uh, Lula takes off her ring and is like, fuck you. (laughs) Never liked you anyway. Uh, And this is when Dupree makes his move when he grabs the gun out of her hand uh, and holds it to her stomach and like pulls her close. She begins to beg saying that she loves him and that there's another bottle of insulin in the other room that he can go get. Uh, And he pulls her closer, like starts to to, to smooch on her a little bit and then shoots her in the stomach, uh, shooting her dead and then dying himself at the exact same time that the FBI burst into the room. Um, And as he dies, we see that Dupree's tattoo fades off his, arm which um okay fine who cares don't, right, I don't fine. know why i care about this at all it was, it was a tattoo of the mind you know it was a scully t- never commented on the tattoo never understood what the tattoo even was supposed to be like like what was it like a pokemon that i didn't recognize it was supposed to be ugly i think we had a we had a write-in um this is probably a good opportunity to, to, to remind people to write into the podcast if they want to um to let us know their thoughts and feelings about the X-Files season one, because we're mm. going to do a feedback episode. We have a special guest booked and everything, but uh, we did have somebody write in because we talked about Mulder's favorite. Um, yeah. What did I say? Mew or Mewtwo or something? Yeah. 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 Um, and this person said that it was um, LGM. Don't know what that is. A psychic type Pokemon introduced in generation five. I thought I figured I, that I figured you'd be excited about this, so I was uh, oh, almost sent that link to my coworker, which would be weird. Excellent, excellent. I'm uh, googling. I'm googling. Oh, I just oh. I just texted it to you. It's like oh, a little alien see, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's definitely an alien. I guess I've seen this thing before. I just don't think that Mulder ever got to Generation Five Pokemon. I think yeah. If you think that he's playing the fucking DS games, yeah, he's he's Gen One Pokemon. Get real, dude. Get, get real. Uh, get real. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Drew. <laughs> we, took your, we took your joke and just but ruined that's, it. I mean, that is a good pick. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> get real. Get, get get fucking real, Drew. <laughs> get the um, fuck out of our DMs. Da, 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 the, sorry, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Just we we love you. Drew. I mean, that You're does literally great. look like an alien. So fair enough. <laughs> Um, later it's up to Scully to clean out Jack Willis's desk because he doesn't have any family. Uh, the only, the only contact that he has is a little boy that he was, um, uh, a big brother to a capital big mm. brother to mm. not an actual mm. brother to, um, yeah. Mulder brings her the watch that she gave Willis when he was th- turned 35. Um, it says love D, which is very cute at the, at the yeah. on the back of it. Uh, and Scully wonders like what story he's, she's going to tell this like poor kid. And Mulder's like, you're just going to tell the story that everybody knows that he, he was an FBI agent that he died in the line of duty. Like that's all that anybody needs to know. Um, mm. And she asks a question and I love this. Uh, she says, well, what am I supposed to tell myself? And Mulder doesn't say anything. He's like, gotta go <laughs> like he's, yeah. he's just very much like you need to deal with this yourself like, I, I've, I've had an exhausting day um <laughs> uh but before he leaves dana realizes scully realizes that the, oh, i don't like using dana like that felt way too personal <laughs> a little too familiar yeah. yeah um she realizes the watch isn't working it stopped at six forty-seven, which was exactly the time that willis went to cardiac arrest on the table in the er mm. uh and she says what does that mean and Mulder, for once in his life, like reads the room and realizes now is not the time to do a like. Why don't you choose to believe something? And he just says it means whatever you want it to mean, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Do 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 do. I like the Mulder and Scully dynamic throughout this. I think that's probably the best. I mean, there's only a little bit of it, but just you get to see how much Mulder cares about Scully, and we get to learn more about Scully, even though we didn't like the way that he kind of railroaded her. Willis railroaded her the whole time. Um. But overall, I mean, not a terrible episode. Just, just an okay episode. Just kind of middling. Um, I didn't care for the the main like bad guy in this. Um, yeah, the setup wasn't really spooky enough for me. Like the the swatching thing, it just it just feels. It's gonna ridiculous. be really frustrating. Like week after week, Mulder is getting into these cases that are just almost paranormal. <laughs> it also it also like the basic premise here of like, uh, oh, your body is vulnerable. Ten or fifteen minutes after, it just feels like this would be happening constantly in America. Right, they're constantly everywhere that there's hospitals True. and people are dying around each other. Like it just feels like this would be going on 
all the fucking time if you yeah. could if you could yeah. just invade somebody's body when you're well, dying. Well, yeah, and you put two wife guys in a room, you know, the dynamic the, the, totally <laughs> Maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe it was the wife guy Would magnetism. Would two wife guy spirits meet in the other realm? Oh my god, they form they they they, they 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 come together to form Sephiroth. Like that's 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 the, right. That's how Sephiroth was born, dude. <laughs> We have figured. He didn't we, have a mother and a father. He had two wife guys. We finally connected it to Final Fantasy. We finally, finally connected Final X Files. We were we've been looking for this for a while. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at this episode or anything. It was fun to watch. Um, but I just, I just, I, I, I would have taken another ten minutes of that dude saying that we need a Z14 f- filter and we need to isolate everything. We got to the whole episode focused on that guy and how he f- fucking solved the case. Absolutely, like I could, I could do another ten minutes of that easy as opposed to anything else. What about you? you? You have any final thoughts and feelings? No, I mean more technician, but otherwise, you know, we're in and we're out. We're in and we're out. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We very much appreciate it. Thank you for all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Uh, I encourage you to write into us. Uh, you can go to our website to do that, I think, or maybe our link tree to do that. I don't actually know how you write into us anymore, Chris. I don't I don't know. Send us an email, monsteroftheweekpodcast at gmail.com. I don't know. I've, That's the wrong guy. All of, this, all of this stuff has changed recently, and I just don't know how to keep up with it. Um, I think that our email still works. You could also like hit us on Twitter or TikTok or whatever fucking social media you want to. But send us your thoughts and feelings, and we'll read them out on the podcast when it comes to the end of the season. Uh, we'll be back next week with more non-human biologics. Remember, until then, to stay spooky. Did it work? You're in. It worked. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Well, 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 gamers. Whew. We've got ourselves a morning or afternoon or evening here. Man, I um, it's been a while since we've had a FromSoft trailer, mm-hmm. just in general. Like, we haven't mm-hmm. really had new FromSoft news in a long time. And I forget about how great their trailers are and how yeah. they make no sense whatsoever. It's just like accented people saying weird sentences at, oh yeah at, at nothing <laughs> but i felt unqualified to be here like because i know there'll be trailer breakdowns and i I don't even watch half of that stuff but there's oh, chris i don't watch any of that stuff <laughs> yeah i think like if you look at like a veteran souls player versus even a newcomer um they all probably know more about what's going on than i do <laughs> i don't man I, i'm i'm curious about that nowadays though because I feel like there's a lot of people played Elden Ring, and like I just feel like, for the most part, people are like, "Yeah, I'm good." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I that's, played the that's game. true. That's true. Um, but I just remember when we did um, uh, "Don't Give Up Skeleton" when you interviewed me, and you started asking me all these questions, and it was in that moment that I was like, "I don't know fucking shit <laughs> about Dark Souls." <laughs> I don't know anything about these games. I just I, like I, them. I have 400 hours in this fucking game. I don't know anything. <laughs> Uh, tell me the name of five Stardew Valley characters, Chris. Right now, Shane. Uh, off, off the top of your head, yes, Shane is one. Pam. <laughs> Pam is Mayor Lewis. Why are you picking all of the drunks in the game, Chris? <laughs> You're picking all of the alcoholics in the game. Willie. <laughs> oh Lord. Even Willie, the fisherman guy. I um. Uh, what a tra- Sam. <laughs> what a trailer, though. There, that, that Elden Ring that was DLC quite the trailer. trailer. Is is there was a Nintendo Direct as well. Um. But anything, there wasn't too much. Anything exciting over there? I'll probably watch. Nothing it later, crazy. So, yeah. Um, I think they're holding everything back because allegedly Switch Two is on the horizon. So <sighs> they were working on a, some Fire Emblem remake forever. It's been like one one of those things that just keeps getting rumored over and over again. Um, so I'm hoping that that's like a Switch Two thing because I'd buy I'd buy a Switch for a new. For I'd a buy new Fire it <laughs> if uh, if Switch Two came with a new Animal Crossing game, I would commit. Oh yeah, I would be day into one, it. dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've never played an Animal Crossing game. Um, 
it was a magical time during um, quarantine when all yeah. that hit. I mean, it wasn't a magical time, but that game felt special. I think because suddenly it was like, well, we can't go outside. Here's this bright, delightful thing in our hands. Um, and some of us got more obsessed than others. <laughs> some of uh, us got a little obsessed, yes. But for a moment there, everybody was just kind of, you know, poking around, having a good time. I saw an interview with Brie Larson uh, where she was saying she didn't want to open up her save because she had disappointed all of her neighbors probably not yeah. you know, playing the game for so long. So um, she, was, she, was, know, she was really upset about it. In the older games, they were very harsh. In this game, you know, it's been, I don't know, six months since I've turned it on. If I went back and I found my guy Hamlet, he'd be like, Chris. Or, or chief or whatever he calls me, boss. He calls me boss because they all have nicknames for each other. He calls me boss. Uh, I haven't seen you in forever. I thought you forgot about me. And then I'm like, yeah, no, I'm back, dude. It's good. And then the next time I talk to him, he's going to be doing push-ups. And he's going to be like, come sweat it out with me, bro. There's, you know, It's going to be back to normal, back to the old days. Uh, Hamlet is a hamster who um, he's – I don't want to – he's fat. I'm just going to say he's a fat little hamster, but he's uh, he's a jock type, so he's always working out. And yeah. I just respect everything about him. He's got the hustle, if not the execution. He's got execu- the hustle. If, he's if got not the, hustle. the execution. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've, um, the, yeah. The, I, I, it, it's, a, it's a $40 DLC – that's wild. Which is which is expensive, um, but it seems like it may be like almost like a, like a, like you're going to the shadow realm of the entire map of the main game. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna have like a um, an underdark scenario. What's it called in Zelda? When you went down, you, you suddenly went, realized, you, oh shit, connects. Yeah, or like a, you yeah. know, I think a Breath of the Wild to Tears of the Kingdom kind of map change just to yeah, looking at that yeah. overworld kind of kind of like where you would see recognizable things but also things are different uh, and move around a bit i uh, man i am I, I i was texting with um somebody this morning and saying that i wasn't really like feeling more elden ring like it'd been so long since i've played it like it seems right. like the game is just like it's just in my distant past at this point you moved on yeah you moved on um and then they, they dropped this trailer and i'm like well, I've got to find out on. what the, what about all these <laughs> fucked up dudes are. I got to find yeah. out about what what they all are, and I yeah. just I'm I'm all I'm, I'm all the way back in. I'm not gonna. It, it's tempting to like pick up my 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 old Elden Ring save, but I'm not gonna do that. I'm absolutely not gonna do that. So. Yeah, I uh I I have one save on like a new build that I was pretty close to the end. I don't think I had beaten it on this other save, but I'm on like new game plus four or some shit on like my main Mm -hmm. run. Cause I was just, I was just getting so, you know, I was in goblin mode using the two big great swords and it was like a relaxing thing to go through. I'm like, well, I don't have anything else to play right now. I'm just going to run through Elden ring again with this guy. Cause it's so easy. (laughs) Um, but now I think if I go to the DLC on New Game Plus Four, I'm gonna get my my booty spanked. Oh yeah, absolutely. I did that. So I think I, I gotta I gotta make a new character or something. That's what happened with me with, with me with Bloodborne. That's why I never did the Bloodborne DLC is because I got into it in New Game Plus, and then every time I would, and then I just couldn't do it. I couldn't I couldn't hack it. I was always bad at that game anyway. And then every time I'd make a new game, I would either something else would come out, and I'd get distracted from it, um, or I'd get really mad. Like when I got stuck at that PV, the fourth v- PVP section, <laughs> I was like, fuck this, I can't play this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I should go back and play Bloodborne. Blood, I, I, if Bloodborne they, is really If they good. ever do do the remaster, the 60 FPS thing, whatever, I will um, absolutely back in, go back in. play it all again. The... Last time I tried to play it, it was immediately after Demon Souls on PS5 had come out, and it's the only time that I've ever really noticed frame rate as an issue. Yeah, because Demon Souls really when it, I mean, it was the first PS5 game I had, and it, it was beautiful. It was buttery smooth. It ran so well. And after finishing that, went into Bloodborne, 30 FPS. Never cared about that type of thing, but because it's such a similarly structured game, the difference was immediately obvious, uh, and it was like stressing me out. So I just didn't, I just didn't play it. In a weird way, the 60 FPS stuff from Demon Souls just turned me off of that game entirely. Like, oh, really? I, I never, I never even finished it. I don't think I never finished. I'm finished Demon Souls many times, but not the mm. not the remake. I just never something about it being like all glassy and and fresh was just like not. It was like this. Is, I feel that. I yeah and. I feel like a poser for saying this, but I don't really like it. Um, and I don't know if I would like the original more, but it's probably it's my lowest ranked out of all of their games. I mean, it's still a fun game, but um, it's, I mean, it's I mean, the, you know, it's the I feel first like I was of complaining the mold, to you, right? Yeah, like, I was like, complaining a lot. I think when I played it, um, and I just wasn't having a great time. Maybe if I had like had different expectations instead of trying to play it like it's some interconnected world like Dark Souls, um, I would have had. A better time but i was just constantly like banging my head against a wall because like no i have to beat this boss i'm in this area i'm supposed to do this and yeah, no yeah. i'm not supposed to be in this area i can go somewhere else i can do that's the lesson that elden ring should have taught us 
the lesson that all of those games tell you is like, oh yeah, yeah you can just go away for a while and then come back later yeah. and then and then go go fight this boss at go fight a boss at a different time. Yeah, you know what I, I haven't done since like 2014 or some shit. Is the Dark Souls one DLC? Oh man, it's so good. It's so. so I good. like every time that I've played that game again. I'm like, oh yeah, how do I unlock that? How do I do this? Okay, I've unlocked it, and then I just never end up fucking playing it. N- haven't done it in the remaster. I, you know, I got in the remaster. I, it was one of those situations where I just started a a PvP troll character and then did that, and then, right. in fact, last weekend uh, or maybe. This is two or three weeks ago now. I like loaded up my, my PvP troll character and just it's just awful PvP people that are hanging out in the spot that I was trolling and I was just like, oh, oh well, I yeah, I want to be one there of these people. I, I, I don't want to fight one of these people. So yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is not what I'm here for. You guys suck <laughs> yeah. ass. I'm having a good time and, and having fun with this game, doing weird stuff, and you guys are just being boring. So. It ain't uh, easy. It isn't easy growing old in the Souls world. It's, it's mainstream not, now, it's, you know. It's, it's all mainstream now. Like I, I feel like I, I made this. I made this analogy a lot. I don't don't give up skeleton, but it very much feels like somebody claiming that they were into Radiohead before they were popular. Like, yeah. it just very much feels like that kind of mentality, which I try to stay away from. Like, yeah, d- not trying to gatekeep Dark Souls from anybody, mm. but like it's it's still. Oh, like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is always trying no, to cr- no, gatekeep no, and girl no. boss. I'm always trying to gatekeep something. I just need, I got, you know, I got that venom in me and I don't know how to get rid of it. You got that hater in you, brother. Get I that got hater. that hater in me. Gaslight, uh, gatekeep, girl boss. You know what I mean? That's me. You're, that's you. That's 100% you. You're always trying to that's girl me. boss something. We've been, uh, <laughs> oh, I, speaking, of, speaking of girl bossing, like you and I have both uh, been extremely ill for the last like few oh, days. Oh, dude, yeah. We're girl bossing it right now for sure. Absolutely. Like, I feel like you and I are both just hanging on by a thread at this point. Just like, mm-hmm. okay, we got to We're going to do this one recording. <laughs> <laughs> to knock yeah. this out I know. and then maybe dear, we could we could Lord. do next week's like we're, we're just it's a it's a miracle that we've done this is our 15th episode of the x-files podcast and like yeah. we've it's a miracle that we have done that we haven't missed a week yet i'm, I'm very yeah. surprised it hasn't happened i'm actually surprised so. i kind of thought that we have but we've, we've been late but we haven't actually missed a week so and we've only been late on the early feed so we've only disappointed yeah. oh, the people we've only disappointed the people that are giving us money <laughs> we only disappointed the people who matter most <laughs> exactly <laughs> That's what you do to your loved ones. I mean, that's that's how it goes. You know? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Carl from work doesn't give a shit if you don't show up. But you know, when you if you don't show up for your wife, then that's a big problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you'll pretend to smile and 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 nod for your boss, but you come home and you're going to be mean to your wife. What the fuck, dude? What's wrong with you? Oh my god, I booked some vacations recently. Hell yeah! Can I send you? Uh, uh, did I send you the the place that we're going to be staying? And like, I don't think so. Okay, so. Let me find. I'm also on vacation, but now I'm sick, so I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, let me find the link. I want to sh- I want to show you this Airbnb um, that we're staying at. So we wanted to find some place to kind of celebrate. We want to find a, like a local place that we could just go for like a weekend. Yeah, uh, overlook some water, get away from like work cell phones or you know and so we're, and this was going to be specifically after like my last chemo treatment right so this, mm. this is going to be like okay we're done we're going to go do something else etc 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 and autumn was like we started talking about this and autumn's like i have the perfect place and then she sends me this which i just texted you um for people they're listening. This is a, oh. a <laughs> uh. just even from the thumbnail. You're like, what is going on? Like, uh. they they have designed this Airbnb to be. It, it's like a tower structure almost. That's a, that's a space station. They, they launch rockets in there. You, when you in, you go here in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start here. This is where this is the thing that you blow up in the fucking, first section yeah, of Final yeah, Fantasy yeah. VII. It's a Mako reactor. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is absolutely gorgeous on the inside. Yeah, yeah, it's and they have they have designed it extremely nicely. Like it's it looks beautiful. Um, and the place that this is in is a town called New Iberia, affectionately known as the Berry uh, locally, oh, um, which is basically like meth head central nowadays. Like oh, it's hell yeah. it's like hell yeah. it's so I don't. They need a spot, dude. They need a spot too. I, I, I guess redheads need a spot to go as well. <laughs> uh, but it's just such a weird. Like it's it's so not Louisiana, right? Like yeah, there's yeah, there's yeah. no there's no swamp stuff. There's no dragons. There's no. It's, it's very Midgar. It's very Mako reactor. No, it doesn't <laughs> look like that. It just it, there's so many like steel beams. It's just like, yeah yeah it's yeah a wild yeah. There's just weird sculptures in the yard. Like yeah. and, and, like it's just so anti Louisiana that you just you're just like what the fuck? And there's this huge tower. I can't wait yeah. to get on the top of this tower and just look out Dude, on some you stuff. Better, you better be up there. Oh, I'm gonna be up uh, up there. And if you like scroll down, like they've got the whole like yard printed 
Like you could you could go like they got the whole house. Oh like, yeah, they got the, they got the blueprints. They got, they got the, the fucking blueprints at the bottom, and I'm just like, where did we find this? Where did Autumn find this place? And I'm so excited. Like it's gonna be very exciting to just go. They, and, they uploaded the design doc to the right? Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. This is how Cloud got the got the schematics for. Oh, t- that's man. how he knew how to blow up the Mako reactor. That's so funny. You said Mako reactor. I believe they pronounce it Mako. Yeah, I always Mako? said Mako. I said I, Mako. I always said Mako. I'm pretty sure it's Mako. Okay. Interesting. Um, I'm going to see Advent Children soon in theater, so I'll let you know how they say it. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Steve was like, we got to go, right? I was like, yeah, brother, we got to go. Are they showing it again in theater? Like, well, why are they doing yeah. that? Because yeah. of Final Fantasy yeah, like, Yeah, they did it in Japan as well. Um, and there was like an interview with the creators beforehand, and apparently they're playing that for uh, this as well. I haven't been to a movie in a movie theater since Rise of Skywalker, so you can imagine my trauma yeah um, yeah yeah absolutely and now i'm going back to watch advent children from fucking 2005 <laughs> i uh i've gone to marvel movies in the in the, th- in the theater um yeah. but it's always been on like a like a tuesday mm-hmm. afternoon mm-hmm. or tuesday morning and like i'm the only one in the theater so like feeling i'm like really i'm weird. really hoping that it's like just me and steve in the theater it's not but i feel like be, it's man. just gonna, it's, it's not, gonna be packed with it, everyone like me and every, that is a bad sign <laughs> what did you say the other day that you're uh cool enough to like anime but uh shitty enough not to have any anime friends <laughs> like i feel like something like that i was like oh yeah reverse that i was like i'm a big enough dork that like i love anime but like i'm not enough of a dork that i've ever been friends with like a ton of anime people yeah yeah yeah. because uh, i would go i've said this before on the podcast when we would go buy manga back in like 2003 or whatever so i'm 13 i'm a child but we'd be there in the the manga section of the bookstore would just be filled with other manga fans but i was always just like no mm-mm, no don't talk to me don't uh-uh, get out of my way guys you're making a scene because they would always be running around and you know singing and shit and just like being goofy and i didn't like that <laughs> you know it's interesting because <laughs> i'm a hater <laughs> I, I had i have very similar experiences with like nerd people growing up mm. um because some of the nerd people were just like a little too nerdy for me Mm, mm. um and I, I nowadays i think you would call it cringe um sure i right. suppose people will like i was looking at them and thinking oh they're cringeworthy so i don't want to be mm-hmm. associated with them and now i think like now in my 40s i'm like these people are probably just having a lot of fun and i was just Dude, i was I, I was just too i was just too tied up in like tell me about perception I'm, I'm a major hater to, yeah i'm a major hater and it's not even it wasn't even just people's perception of me i was i'm just a hater it wasn't that i don't want to be seen with them it was i do not want to see them (laughs) i don't want to have to know that this is happening i don't want to have to know that you're behaving like this um but now i look back and i think you know if i hadn't if i hadn't been so far up my own fucking ass maybe i would have had a little fun exactly yeah i've never had fun not once. so obsessed with people's perception of me as a child as as a teenager that i just could not break out of my own head enough to be like a chubby 13 year old in the manga section of walden books i was really worried about how cool i looked yeah exactly like i'm wandering around barnes and noble like (laughs) like wondering why people it's just so i think back nowadays and i'm just it's so ridiculous the amount of self-perception issues that i had as a child like it's crazy well uh, i just need my whole desk um but that's what it's like to be a hater that's what it's like to be a girl boss that's what it's Uh, like to be a hater and a girl boss do you want to talk about uh x-files we could just let's do it to talk about that that show hold on i gotta reposition myself because i really i just did some damage to my whole fucking shit all right we're good we're good we're good we're locked in oh man there's a poison swamp in this dlc of course there is. Why'd you even have to check? I, I didn't. I just saw somebody like do a screenshot, and it's like, mm, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Now I have to start counting down for Baldur's Gate DLC. Do you think they'll do DLC for that? I, I mean, I imagine it was so much more successful than they expected, and the final like epilogue that was added made it seem like there could be something else going uh, okay. on. Um, we shall see. Interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't, though, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could also just see them continually like updating that game with content over the years and eventually yeah. like adding some sort of paid version of something so they can get some mm-hmm. more money. Mm-hmm. But um, that company seems like really... They seem like good people over there. Yeah. They're gamers. They're gamers for gamers. They're not girl bosses and haters like us. <laughs> no, no, not like us. 